We are I. I don't know if it's just a sign that either like our our narratives within our society are changing or whether it's a byproduct of, you know, Twitter and free speech and being able to say without without fear of being, you know, canceled or kicked off or this, that, the next thing. Or whether COVID, post-COVID gave people autonomy to be able to you know, go out into the public and, and actually talk about the truth. But the one thing that I notice, I would say probably in the last three months, is that you have a tremendous amount of doctors and scientists who weren't saying anything before, who are widely outspoken about the harms of COVID vaccines and COVID lockdowns, you know, and all these kind of things. And I think that um, Dr. Asim Mahotra and Dr. Uh, Jay Bhattacharya, I think a few of these guys that have been very, very public, and it's been proven that they were censored in, you know, in, in speaking from a place of authority. I think once they've uh, been allowed to speak, it's it's given people, other doctors and scientists, an understanding of just going out and giving people the facts, like how it used to be, like informed consent. Now I won't beat on that drum too hard, you know, because I'll I'll talk about some other examples as well. Because obviously the COVID thing that's you know just mind numbingly boring now, but you know you talk about this also with carbon and carbon emissions and global warming. Now there's been a a vast amount of people who are starting to come out to talk about this, you know, in, in ways there's always been the counter to it. Like, you know, this is just natural cycles. You know, if people want to cherry pick the information from 800,000 years ago to present that, yes, the global, you know, warming is a thing. But if you go with the data preceding 800,000 years ago, we're actually in a cooling cycle, not a heating cycle. And, you know, how that carbon actually makes up 0.04, like less than half a 1%, 0.04 of the percent of our, our atmosphere. Like that, if you actually took, like say a pie, for example, and took 0.04 of that pie, so okay, this represents the carbon that's in our atmosphere. And then you take 3% of that 0.04, and that's the amount of carbon that humans put into the atmosphere. Like if you stop to think about those two things, do you think that anybody would care if you said, look, there's this thing in our atmosphere, it represents less than half a 1%, and we as human beings contribute 3% of that less than half of 1%. We should make a big deal about this. Nobody would care. 
But you're really starting to see some of these actual real facts make their way to the forefront now. And it's like, well, how about the public? How about we, the people of this planet? Let's decide whether or not we think that's a big deal. Sure, does carbon trap some heat in the atmosphere? For sure. I don't think that anybody can deny that. That's just an actual fact. But when you're talking about something that is such a minuscule amount, and again, if you don't cherry pick the data, if you go back far enough and realize that we're actually in a cooling cycle, not a heating cycle, although it may seem like things are warming up. If you give them this information, I think people will still do good. If you say like, hey, this isn't a big deal, as big of a deal right now, but it could be, we need to make some changes. Because you have to think, when you look at this from a logical standpoint, where we're at today, say if you didn't have any electric vehicles or anything along those lines, like look at the trains that we used to drive, like the coal-driven trains were like the puffs of black smoke for miles and miles and miles behind this train. You don't see that anymore. Like when you used to have all these cars that were like V8s and V10s and just gas guzzlers, you know, like you don't see that anymore. You don't see people just throwing shit out the window as they drive down the road. Like people make good choices. How many recycling bins and green waste bins do you see out front of people's houses? Like people will make good choices. Like I believe in people, there could be some people that don't for sure, but everybody doesn't need to make a good choice for there to be a positive impact. You know, but again, you can see like my point behind this is you see that narrative kind of trickling into the forefront. Now you have, you know, Daniel Smith in Alberta, Canada, you know, winning a majority government by a fucking landslide, by a landslide. So you see that same thing happening all over the world where all these Republican and conservative, you know, and United Conservative Party, progressive conservatives, you see all these center-right people starting to get into positions of power and driving all those people who wouldn't normally care as much as what they do, they do. And you see it widely turning. And this is the same popularity that Justin Trudeau and Jamie Singh here in Canada know that Pierre Polyev is going to have when we go to the polls. And that's the reason why Jamie Singh won't trigger an election, even though that he should. And it is his moral duty to Canadians to do that. And he won't. But you see this all around the world. And you see that they're starting to actually just give people information, not just sugarcoat and, you know, just speak to people in a very clickbaity way. It's like, no, like, you look at what Pierre Polyev is doing here in Canada. He's coming with receipts. You know, going on Justin Trudeau's liberal websites, printing pages off, printing pages off the internet, the reports that they're, you know, speaking about in the House of Commons and holding them up and saying, like, no, what you guys are actually saying in the House of Commons here from the liberal and the NDP side is wrong. You're lying to the MPs in this house and you're lying to Canadians outside of it. But you see the same thing happening all over the world from the Netherlands, you know, to Italy. Same thing is going to be happening in France. You see this same thing going to play out in the United States. You see this all happening all over the world because people just had enough. People are trying to see really what is going on when you allow people to do and say anything and force people down a certain road. It's like, no, like reasonability always wins. Reasonability will always 
come to the forefront. Truth will always come to the forefront. People don't like to be lied to. I think people will accept that they are going to be lied to to a certain extent. And that's what we've all, it's what we've all accepted. Politicians are shitty. They're going to lie. We just know that the way that it's going to be. But I think that Justin Trudeau allowed that narrative to get to him where he just so wildly let that shit get out of control. And now you look what, you know, he's done to our province or our country and specifically our province here in BC. Like gas is almost $2 a liter here now again, which is insane. Absolutely insane from this carbon tax that he's put on that lying to people saying they're going to benefit from this is going to cost them less when we now know that it's going to cost Canadians about $1,500 more per household by 2030 because of his green agendas. So people are, people is, the one thing that people don't like on top of being lied to is when you take more of their hard-earned money away from when inflation is at the rate that it is at right now and just people are feeling pressure. They work hard. People, the majority of people who are going to work are going to work hard. But one thing that disincentivizes all those people to work hard is when they just don't feel like it makes any difference how hard they work because there's just climbing costs for everything, which is wild. So the one thing that gives me a lot of hope that we can get the wheels back on the bus is you just see all these different areas of information where before there was only one narrative, you only heard one thing. Now you're starting to see and hear more alternatives in those alternative narratives, getting into detail, coming with receipts, saying, no, it's actually not like this. I like to see that because it's the balance. Because then people like you and I, we can make informed decisions on all these things, whether or not we actually think it's a big deal. Instead of being forced to being told that it's a big deal, we can decide whether or not it's a big deal to us. 